This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Biofuel stakeholders headed to Ypsilanti, Michigan today for a public hearing on EPA's plans to allow year-round sales of E15 and reform the biofuel credit market. The E15 commentary fell along familiar battle lines. Biofuel supporters urge speedy finalization of the language to allow E15 to be sold after the June 1st cutoff that has halted sales in previous years. But the changes to the renewable identification number market are a different story. EPA is taking comment on changes such as disclosure requirements and limiting who can hold the biofuel mandate compliance credits. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds testified at the hearing. She says limiting how long certain parties can hold RINs would be detrimental. It is unreasonable to require retailers who offer higher blends like E15 and E85 to sell 100% of their RINs each and every quarter while allowing the obligated parties to purchase only a portion of their compliance volumes and defer their compliance deadline for months. Retailers will be forced to sell while the obligated party is free to wait until the value of the RIN would be rendered worthless. Renewable Fuels Association CEO Jeff Cooper went as far as to encourage the EPA to scrap the current RIN market reforms altogether. None of the four options proposed represents an improvement over the current RIN program, and we do not believe any of the concepts should be finalized. There was some support in the oil sector for the reforms. Brian Karen with merchant refiner Holly Frontier said RIN market manipulation is alive and well and supports position disclosures and position limits. But that opinion is not exactly unanimous within the sector. Chris Bliley with Growth Energy tells AgriPulse it's because of disagreement like this that they hope to see the EPA move the E15 waiver and RIN reform separately. We'd love to see E15 go forward and in place by June 1st and, you know, the RIN stuff separately. Uh, But, you know, the EPA and the White House seemingly, uh, or at least at the direction of the White House, have said that they're going to consider the two together. So, you know, that's the the world we're operating right now. So we plan on commenting accordingly at this point. Bliley says growth energy doesn't support many aspects of the RIN reform language. That's part of the issue is you're assuming that something's broken. And right now, you know, we don't see it. We think things are operating, you know, operating as they should be today. Um, And so we're going to think, you know, we're going to weigh in with what we think you know, maybe appropriate or things that they can change. But, I mean, certainly some of these these things are unworkable. EPA has pledged to complete the rulemaking before the summer driving season. Livestock processing is feeling the hit from Midwest flooding. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Recent flooding from the Missouri River has impacted operations at a few pork processing plants across Iowa, Nebraska, and Missouri the last few weeks. Steve Meyer, a market analyst with Kearns & Associates, says the earliest plant affected was a couple of weeks ago in Denison, Iowa. Smithfield plant at Denison did not operate one day. plant at Fremont, Nebraska has been impacted. The plant at St. Joseph, Missouri has been impacted. All of them were pretty short-term, one-day deals. As far as I know, I don't think we've had any multi-day, you know, missed shifts. In some cases, for instance, the one at St. Joe, that company, of course, has a plant at Sioux Falls and or at Sioux City, and so they shifted hogs up there to the greatest degree they could. Meyer says winter storms earlier this year played a larger role in delaying getting many pigs to slaughter. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully.
Finally today, the Department of Agriculture envisions more corn and less soybean planting this year as producers react to the Trump administration's trade disputes. According to USDA's prospective plantings report published today, farmers are expected to plant 92.8 million acres of corn this year, up 4% over last year's acreage. Soybean acres head in the opposite direction, down 5% to 84.6 million acres. USDA also projects a 4% drop in wheat acreage and a 2% drop in cotton planting. More on the prospective plantings report in Ben Nully's story on agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.